Hey, it's Aiden here. Just before we get stuck into the episode, I wanted to let you know that on the 10th of June at 10pm London time, the price of our coaching program Momentum is going up. It will never be as cheap as it is right now. Now I'll tell you some more about it after the episode is done, but if you want to jump in and check out the details, head over to thriveinmagic.com. That's thriveinmagic.com. You can find the full details and get yourself signed up right now before the price goes up. Anyway, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Successful Mentalist Podcast. My name's Ashley Green. I'm joined by my good friend and co-host Aidan O'Sullivan. Aidan, what are we going to be talking about today? Today we are talking about motivation. It's a question that we get asked a lot uh, just across the board. It seems to be a recurring thing. It's like, I say we get asked about it a lot. It kind of crops up from time to time and we never really address it anywhere. Like, how do I stay motivated? Being a solo uh, entertainer is like a really challenging, difficult thing to be. How do I keep up that motivation? And um, in this kind of episode, we wanted to just dissect a little bit about where we're at, where our minds are on the subject, how we how we tackle um, the the, the subject of motivation, just because I think it's quite important. Well, exactly that. You mentioned that uh, we get asked this a lot. In fact, the whole reason for this episode, we was literally asked it the other day in a group coaching call by one of our Momentum clients, Sven, from over in Germany. And his exact words were, how do I stay motivated to do the work that I know I need to do, which will book me gigs, which will get me gigs and make me the money which I need from my entertainment business? How do I stay motivated to do the tasks that are most important? And Aidan, what you've said there is it's difficult. Uh, as an entertainer working for yourself to to stay motivated and do the task because at the end of the day you are your own boss there's no one above you that's going to sack you and tell you off it's very easy to type time off and it's not just in entertainment it's every single field of work all entrepreneurs all business owners whether they're solopreneurs working for themselves or even people working from home suffer from this as well so this is one of the things which we want to tackle and i think the biggest 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 thing here is coming to the realization first of all that no one is going to tell you off (laughs) no one is going to be literally standing there behind you and being like hey you need to do this at the end of the day if you don't do the work you're not going to make the money so you just have to be aware that you've got to do it but saying that as a podcast episode isn't actually going to be useful just like us turning up and being like yeah guys basically if you're not motivated um you're not going to make any cash you've got to do something so we're actually going to go through a couple of things which me and aiden do to keep ourselves motivated uh, in our own businesses, in entertainment and outside entertainment, to just make sure that we do the work, keep the ball rolling, and make sure ultimately we continue to fill our bank accounts with money, because otherwise there's no point staying in the business. Yeah, I want to I want to kick things off, and because I've got quite a um, like. <sighs> It's kind of a An interesting background when it comes to neuro, oh, <laughs> neurobiology oh, well, and psychology and all of that, considering your training. So, yes, an interesting background. Yeah. So um, let's I tell you what, let, let's factor that in then, because like, I think this is was, wasn't where I was going, but we'll tackle it nonetheless. You know, there's kind of really uh, two types of motivation. So I spent a lot of time studying, training, learning all of this stuff about what actually makes us tick. And. One of the big things that stood out to me when I was looking into motivation as a concept a few years back was this whole idea that there's two major types of motivation. You've got intrinsic motivation and external or extrinsic motivation. 
One is the intrinsic being like internal, like us self motivation. And the other being that external, somebody else is saying something to motivate you. And ultimately, there's kind of this combination that we do need a combination of both in order to really sort of light the fire and keep us energized and keep us moving in the right direction. And again, there's different reasons, and I'm sure we'll sort of break down and look at how we can actually get internal, external, um, and how we actually do it ourselves. But I want to kind of address the fact that I've got a controversial opinion uh, on motivation. It's that it, I, I don't think people need it. Um, I think it's um, a totally BS excuse for people just that just can't be asked. Right, it's very lazy. And again, I know I'm just, I've instantly just curved off half the listeners at that point. Uh, but but here's the thing, like, if you really wanted to achieve a, a thing, a result, if you really wanted more gigs, you really wanted a, a sellout stage show, you really wanted a busy wedding season or a busy Christmas season, if you're already booking those at this point, I reckon you'd do the work to actually make it happen if you really wanted it. And nine times out of ten, the people that really want the work, they do that. And it's because they've got this, like, it's it's intrinsic. It's that internal drive to actually get to that uh, that point. And for me, whenever I see anybody looking for motivation and trying to read motivational quotes to jumpstart what they're up to, like, I see it as that that's just, just a fad. It, it's not addressing the root cause. It's like sticking a plaster on an, uh, an infected wound. It's like you're not actually treating the real cause that's going to help you get better. Um so I think actually the first point of call for me anyway is to realize that motivation isn't the problem. There's usually always something underneath it. And if you can address that, that's so much more important. This actually reminds me of a conversation we was having. We was at a conference center in Heathrow. Uh, it was late at night. We was having a conversation over wine with the incredible hypnotist Robert Temple. Uh, and he said something very eye-opening over the following lines that people always seek motivation when actually motivation comes from just doing the task in the first place. Um, and it was when I realized that that I completely restructured my calendar. Um, I really suffer as an individual to actually get up and do the work. It was one of the reasons why I got along in a day job because I'd have someone there saying, right, do this today, do this today, do this today. Now I'm working for myself. I'm running businesses outside of entertainment. TSM is one of them and, and obviously a few others. It's hard to do that. So after hearing what Rob said, like, if you want to be motivated, just actually flipping start and then by the process of doing something you enjoy and doing those tasks, your brain will start to think, oh, we're working. Let's just crack on. One of the things which I'd done was um, whenever I start my working day, I would make it incredibly, incredibly easy for myself to start. So <laughs> here's exactly what I do every single day to make sure that I work myself into it. So I'm not tackling something just like so hard and put myself off and going, oh, I'll do that later. I log on to my PC and that is task one. I've broken it down so it's nice and simple. I can tick that off and I feel absolutely amazing. I've started the first task of the day so I can start with a smile that I've turned my PC on. But then I look over my emails and then I look over my social uh, media messages and then after that I reply to my emails and I reply to my social media messages. And that takes like 10 to 15 minutes and I'm not doing anything difficult. I'm not doing anything hard. I'm literally looking at some messages once I've done that, I look at some other messages. Once I've done that, I'm now thinking, oh, I should probably reply to them. So I reply to them. But by doing that, 
I've got my health in like the work zone as it was. I feel much more like invested in what I'm going to do and what I'm about to do. So yeah, the first 10 to 15 minutes of my day is exactly the same all the time. But it now means that like, I know I'm not going to start doing anything hard. I know that I've got a very, very simple task and I know deep down, ah, oh, this is what I need to do to make sure that I feel good to do the work that I've actually got to do today so that I don't just put it off and then tomorrow becomes never and then next week never happens and all of that stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like it's training up the behaviours, right? And this is something that we're like, we'll go very psychology here and then bring it back out, keep it tactical, practical. Um, Ultimately, at its core, you've got that intrinsic driver that we were talking about a minute ago, actually having that reason for this in the first place. Uh, again, there's a reason like episode three of this podcast is one of the first topics that we actually covered and is still one of our highest performing episodes to date. Quite literally, because having that why dialed in, that reason you're doing this in the first place, when that's so aligned to you personally... It's going to be hard not to do this thing. And like, again, I don't want to touch on work-life balance because I'm sure that's a conversation for another time. But like this whole concept of having a safe work-life balance, I, I don't believe in it. Because if you if you have to have this divide of work and life, there's probably a problem with one of the other. And, and like you have to be able to blend those together because one literally dictates the other. Again, controversial opinions, but it's like one fuels the other and vice versa. So actually, if there's a uh, sort of a split you need to address that and it goes back to what we were saying earlier about that whole root cause thing you have to know what root cause is if you can understand that sort of motivational element of why you're doing this internally like why are you doing this not why are you doing this but why are you doing this why are you steve that podcast listener that's tuning in right now i'm not going to try and name every name that i know but why are you actually doing this because that becomes your identity and it's identity shifts and identity changes that actually make everything easier. There's a reason that we try and do like cold showers in the morning and stop after like halfway through day one, because <laughs> it's horrible and we don't like it and we don't want to do it. So we don't do it. But actually, if you are somebody who puts themselves in an uncomfortable position every day, that challenges themselves, that, that likes to push themselves to the, to the actual limit as an identity shift, it makes the habits and the behaviors like Ashley was talking about so much easier because now it's not somebody, it's not difficult for you to get up, open your PC, check messages, check email, reply to messages, reply to email and stuff. Like that's not difficult because just that's the way you are. Your identity in this case, Ashley, is somebody that appreciates the structure and seeing a bigger picture to get started into before just concentrating on one thing, one thing, one thing. And then by the end of the day, getting everything done like that, um, but again, that ultimately, that's that identity shift that, that dictates your, your behaviours, which then becomes the habit, which then becomes that self-fulfilling motivation. Like, it becomes that massive loop, but you have to do it in those stages, otherwise you're just going to get stuck. So, here's a question for you. Um, so, we're like, halfway through. Um, I mentioned, like, one of the things that helps me is is that, like, starting the day and make it easy to start the work, like, ease myself into it for the first 10, 15 minutes, which has been an absolute game changer um, so that I don't procrastinate and put it off. You mentioned you don't believe in motivation, yet, obviously, you are highly motivated to do stuff, which is kind of the irony there, which I find quite funny. Um, so... I'm not, I don't know how to word it differently. So I'm going to say, how do you stay motivated, even though you won't believe in it, just for yeah. episode title's sake? <laughs> um, 
how do you make sure that you do the work that you need to do within your entertainment business? And let's go for your other businesses as well, because that added pressure as well is quite handy to to know how you juggle all these plates and make sure you do all the work without just flopping to, this is too stressful, I'll do it tomorrow, without just flopping to, oh, there's something more fun I could do, without flopping to, I get to run my company how I want, I'm going to have a day off today. How do you personally, what 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 strategies, what what decisions have you made how do you manage things to make sure that stuff gets done then yeah so it comes down to that and again my my philosophy here and with like everything is like rather than just trying to do what other people say and hope it lands like there's a reason that we've all tried the productivity hacks from all the gurus and then after like a couple of days we've kind of forgotten what the hack even was Turns like into the ashley green morning routine the which, ashley uh, you green write, morning. Up, write up a three-hour morning routine of everything you need to do to optimize your life and your health and it's too hard to do so you give up <laughs> yeah literally literally so my my uh, approach to any sort of behavioral change or result or motivation in this case is actually being able to understand why that problems happen or why the systems and like the biology work so that you can make that work for you rather than having to try and cram something in without really knowing what's going on. So I like to know the full picture. Um, and again, it, just for me, it's come down to understanding that, that that pathway that we've kind of got. It's first of all, for me, I'm lit up by doing work that actually fuels a purpose. Like I've got a reason for not just my individual businesses and my individual, like my performing business. I've not just got a purpose there and there and over there and it all kind of lines up, but there's one big overarching goal for me. Like almost like that's what I want my legacy to be. If you like, it sounds very vague and kind of waffly, but bear with like the metaphor will stay strong, but it's like, that's kind of what I want um, to do. And everything, 100% of my life, is targeted towards that one big legacy. Like, that in and of itself becomes a challenge. Uh, like, just being able to say no to stuff that doesn't fit in. For example, like, like it, I could turn around and tomorrow start something that doesn't fulfil that purpose, but then that's what's going to drive me off. It's going to drive me away. And it's being very, very vigilant on what you can and can't do, or what you do and don't want to actually do. Because when we get torn in di- different directions or that we're not really energised by, it seeps into the things that we should, in theory, get energised by. Like, I've taken too much on before, and it's got to the point where I've procrastinated the heck out of my entertainment business, lost gigs, and had gigs cancel in the past because I just took on so much. It's about that focus on the stuff that actually serves where you're going, the lifestyle that you actually want, the the bigger impact that you actually want to have, and just having the respect for yourself to just be vigilant on that. So to break it down, get clear on like what you want to do with your life overall, get clear on like what your purpose is for, and this might seem very high level, but this all, all comes back down. Once you get clear on that, you can start to like position your business that way. You can start to say no, you can start to say yes, but be a bit more essential over the work that you take in, be more essential over the tasks that you do to make sure that you're only doing tasks that energize you. There's no point doing something which takes your energy. Actually, I was in a mastermind yesterday with some business owners and they said the same thing. And they literally went, if you don't like using Instagram, stop. Just delete it. Use something else. (laughs) If you don't like doing it, don't do it. 
<laughs> like, and I think that's like the biggest thing. And people get scared to be like, oh, oh I can't. You can do anything. <laughs> just, just find something else to do. So you make sure that you're only doing the tasks that energize you. Once you've got to that point, how do you make sure that you keep up the day to day then? It's for me, I like to break everything down in such ridiculous detail to the point that it is like, it feels like I'm just a walking, talking robot. And that's kind of the way that good productivity systems work. You have to find what keeps you motivated and keeps you wanting to actually do the work. But like, I know, for example, yourself, Ashley, you've had great success with time blocking in your calendar and stuff, actually blocking out specific pieces of time to go ahead and do a specific task quickly fill people in and um, what we mean by that like uh, the way that i structure my entertainment business um between uh 9 and ten thirty on a wednesday is when i work on the business uh and between uh like 2 30 and i'm not looking at my calendar so i can't remember where the exact time was but i think it's between like 2 30 uh and 3 30 on a thursday is where i work on my entertainment business and it means that every single week i know ah that's my work time between those hours. It gives me a time limit as well. So if I don't get stuff done, I'm going to, I'm going to work harder to make sure that it fits into that. I think also like Pareto's principle or something like that. Um, at play, I butchered the name or it might be something else, something, you know, where you give yourself Pareto, a certain Pareto, because that's the, that's the age yeah, of 20 that's, rule. That's, yeah. Uh, I know the one I'm on about, but Parkinson's I've said the wrong law. Parkinson's, Parkinson's law. law. Yeah. I've just given credit to someone else who don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Parkinson's law. Like I give myself a certain time, but it just means that I've got, like I love routines. I've got a routine every single week and that is when I go to work, which is really nice for me. That's my time that I go to work. So yeah, I block it in my calendar and all my tasks have to be uh, in that point. Um, and my, my calendar starts with the same things with like the exact detail, uh, of like open emails, open messages, reply to emails, reply to messages. And then I start the tasks, um, for that day. Um, yeah, I just wanted is, to chip in with time blocking before. Yeah, I mean that's on. really, really super important. Is having like having the complete breakdown. I know you probably do stuff. We all do the same stuff pretty much every day. We all go through these routines. We all do the same kind of follow the same part patterns and habits and stuff because we are just creatures of habit at the end of the day. And it might feel stupid to spend the time and literally write down step by step what you do in each of those sections. But that's the stuff that's going to, like, on the tough days, when there's that inevitable, because let's face it, it's inevitable. Those low motivation times, those dips where you're a bit like, oh, I don't really want to do anything. You can literally look and just know that, oh, okay, well, actually, I'm not doing this entire, I'm not doing 15 worth, like, clients worth of admin. I'm actually just going to click a button and send an invoice, or I'm just going to, transfer some numbers from one spreadsheet to another or whatever you want to do in your business but you get the point it's like you're only doing the tiniest little bit so that you can just bash out as many of those small sections as possible and then you kind of you're in a really great position it was my old colleague Sai uh in my old job who said this to me um and he said it to uh our, our young apprentice that joined us back when i had a day job and he said if you have a task on your plate like book a gig today or in the estate agent job that I came from, sell a house today is suddenly such a daunting task. Like, where do you even start with that? Where do you start with booking a gig? Where do you start with selling a house? Like, and as a byproduct, you think, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. And you start going through every single thing in your mind. And before you know it, you spend all of your willpower, all of your thought process going through everything. Then when it comes around to starting, you're already worn out. And if you can take that one task and break it down into 20 or 50 micro tasks, like the first step, turn on the PC, bring up the internet, bring up Google documents, 
log into this spreadsheet and then provide the link. So all you've even got to do is just click that link in your calendar or your task setting or whatever CRM system that you use, whatever, where you set your tasks. If you can break it down onto that micro level, then suddenly you know exactly what you need to do. You don't have to worry like, oh, I've got to book a gig today. You literally know, okay, I've got to bring up my laptop. I've got to go onto this spreadsheet. I've got to call these five people. I've got to message these three people. I've got to have a chat about this. And suddenly the whole process of something that might seem daunting becomes so much easier to achieve because you're literally just doing micro tasks instead of wasting your energy thinking, procrastinating, and faffing about something which seems so hard. Yeah, like 90% of motivation dips come from that lack of planning, that lack of prep work. The fact that you're now, you've either just finished off a, uh, finished off a project and you're about to start something new, or you're just like, you're, you're in uncharted waters where you're not fully equipped for that. Either there's a skill set deficiency or a, uh, an action deficiency or that you've got no other resources or there's usually some form of deficiency that stops you feeling energized and going ahead and crushing it because let's face it when we're feeling motivated nothing's a problem we just bash off tasks left right and center and we're doing it like feeling amazing but when we're at the lows it's so hard and that is usually an indicator of like you haven't prepared for the next thing that's kind of why there's for me i, I always see that there's three elements to and we did do a podcast on this a while back i can't remember the exact number now it was a productivity episode um, but there's kind of three major things that when you put them together you're hyper productive and highly motivated you miss out one of these you're in a difficult position and fun fact 90 percent of motivational videos or motivational tactics and productivity stuff they miss out on at least one of the three and you wonder why the productivity hacks don't work but anyway really quick the three things that i like to monitor and manage every single day is actually the time that i'm spending on stuff again as ashley mentioned earlier calendar blocking is a really great way to do that actually managing where you're actually spending your time are you really spending 14 hours a day on your entertainment business or is that like an hour a day and the other 13 are scrolling instagram you kind of need to track that stuff. Uh, the next thing is actually your task management. As we've said, like you need to be really focused on what it is that you're doing. And if you can break that down into stupid, tiny detail, you're on for a winner because it might feel pointless now, but future you is going to save you, is going to love you for it. Um, and then the third one is actually that you management, actually being able to look after yourself, monitor your energy levels, make sure you're, you're eating right, you're sleeping well, like all of that stuff. Because if you, don't look after yourself you ju you've just got no hope of being motivated because the machine that we are the brain the body the full coordinated machine just doesn't have the energy it's like trying to start a car with no petrol or no gasoline or diesel or whatever your electric whatever cars you run nowadays it's like trying to start the car and drive to a destination with an empty tank it's like it's not going to happen so you have to be looking at all those three and when they're all lined up together for me at least this is just my kind of framework to cut through the noise here, but uh, of all the other productivity BS, but that seems to be when I'm highly motivated, when I'm feeling great about myself and I've got the energy because I've looked after myself, when I know exactly what I'm doing because it's sat staring me in stupidly tiny detail and when I actually have the time and the capacity to do it, I'm not rushed off my feet because I've procrastinated for too long. When they're all tied up, motivation doesn't seem to be a problem. And I think the other thing which I want to bring up, and 
I am going to mention, um, again, the mastermind that we was in. Um, and it's full of interesting people from like uh, people that own uh, dog walking companies to people who are like business consultants to people that sell cake. And there was, um, you guys will probably know the mentalist Ken Dime was there and he said something to us. Give yourself an option whether you're going to actually do the work or not. And he said, you can either wake up each day and you can either do the work that's in your calendar, do the tasks that you've broken down and scheduled, or you can opt not to do it. And if you opt not to do it, you're just going to sit in your chair and do nothing. And it also means that you give yourself an option. You can either do your tasks or you can just sit down and do nothing. But when you sit down and do nothing, you're not allowed to do anything else for that time. You can't go on your phone. You can't read a book. You've just got to sit down and stare at the wall. And he said something really interesting happens. Sometimes you get there and you think, oh, I can't dread the fact of sitting down and doing nothing. I better crack on. And then you start the task and then you're self-motivated because you've actually started the work. And then there's other times where you think, oh, fuck this. I'm just going to go in the chair and sit down. <laughs> and then it gets two to three minutes of sat down in the chair and you're like, yeah, this is boring. I better actually just crack on with some work now. And then you end up doing the work anyway. So giving yourself a choice like that makes you then realize, ah, yeah, I just better do the work. Um, and I thought that was a really interesting thing to bring up um, in case you still struggle with all of this stuff as well. Yeah, it's, it's that whole concept. You've got to be, you've got to give yourself permission to have bad days. You've got to give yourself permission to have those motivation dips. And like at the end of the day, there's only so much that you can spend managing your time, your task, yourself. Like there's only so much you can do for your own motivation just naturally like the weather changes that has an impact on all sorts from your mood and as a result that knocks onto your productivity and your motivation to actually do your work like there's so many factors and we can't do everything so we just often have to give ourselves that permission to create the space that we need and just accept that it's okay to have a motivation dip as if it's happening frequently or it's been happening for like a really long time that's kind of when the red flags start ticking in but if it's just every so often like you're human you're only human you can't you can't i know we say become walking talking robots but you're, you're actually not so you have to yeah, just we're be, emotional be aware creatures and you know if you do struggle with this stuff and even after this episode you try and think oh there's some good tips in there i'll implement it but you are still struggling don't be alone with this like we we run a uh, free facebook group uh, on facebook <laughs> <That's> funny, <laughs> and man. it's called uh, the magician's business group um and it's packed full of entertainers just like you who are growing their uh, entertainment businesses and they're all great at certain things and they all struggle with certain things and if you are struggling with motivation or anything like that come over into that group ask others how they sit down and like do the work each day we're in that group you can ask us as well you can ask me um exactly some of the things i do and i can elaborate on some of the things i've mentioned in this episode but yeah if you want to hop over to a community um so that you get the support that you need to help with the work that you need to do to make sure that you continue to do stuff which is going to fuel your gigs coming in and money coming into your account head over to the magicians business group on facebook and uh, don't tackle this alone tackle it and be in a community and let's be proactive and help each other together what he said exactly that oh right, if you <laughs> want to be sneaky there is a url for it if you don't want to actually log on to facebook and oh, that url there. is aiden I believe it's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group. There you go. I believe that's what it is. We haven't said it in a while, so... Uh, and if it's not... Uh, we'll link, it in, the, we'll link it in the show notes. Click the link yeah. on the show notes. In the that's, show notes. That's the easiest way. <laughs> the Magician's Business Group on Facebook. Easy as that. Well, with that said, you guys have a wonderful day. Go and smash it, and we'll see you very, very soon.
Bye-bye. Hey, hey, it's Aiden here again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, really quickly before you shoot off, does any of this ring a bell? If you love performing, but the important business stuff feels like a minefield. You're doing some gigs, but you're afraid of charging more money for them. You've got this dream of going full-time magic, but that just feels like an impossible goal right now. You've started to learn a little bit about traditional sales and marketing, but you very quickly realise that everything just works differently for us entertainers. Or perhaps you've been dabbling with gigs on your own, but you just can't seem to get the momentum that you need in order to make it all worthwhile. Well, the truth is we know what that feels like. So we built a brand new solution called Momentum. It's our six module coaching program designed to rapidly grow your entertainment business in a fraction of the time it would in other places, all without the hustle. And the great news is that until 10pm London time on Friday the 10th of June, that's very, very soon, you can get in before the price goes up. The price is going up by over £1,200 and the programme will never be this cheap to join again. Head over to thriveinmagic.com for all of the details. That's thriveinmagic.com. You can find the full details on that page and get inside today. Hope to see you there.